Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equip to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equip to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this episode of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. Have you or someone you know had a child who decided to uh, walk away, uh, a prodigal, a child who's made some poor decisions or found themselves in a heap of trouble? and you don't know what to do. You've tried everything. You've been praying. You've been trying to fix it, and nothing you do seems to work. Well, that's the topic of this episode on Equipped to Be, and I have a special guest in the studio, Lane Lawson-Craft. I'm thrilled to have her. She has a new book coming out, um, and it's intrigued me. I got a chance to read it early on. It intrigues me because it's the parents' battle plan, and it's all about warfare, uh, dealing with spiritual warfare, and praying for your kids when they're in dark places and they're struggling uh, with the Lord, with any kind of like substance abuse or just uh, wayward. They've gone wayward. And I have to introduce you a little bit to my friend. Uh, We met uh, about a year ago at a conference, but she is a best-selling author. Uh, She has written The Parents' Battle Plan to Bring Back the Prodigal Children. That's the heart and essence of what we're going to talk about in our podcast today, and that's why I know you're going to absolutely love it. She's committed to guiding parents of teens and young adults who have gone astray, and she wants to restore the family, but more than that, she wants to help you, uh, or if you're a grandparent, your grandchildren, or you work with kids kind of come alongside and give you some real practical tools. Why? She's lived that. She's lived it. She's walked through it. She has three amazing children, but they were certainly, they certainly had their share of grief and strife and struggle and hardship. And obviously when one of our children, in her case, all three of her kids takes a detour, it impacts the entire family. But she partners with prodigal parents so that they can find a battle plan and she gives them strategies to help guide them because she reminds throughout the entire book, this is a battle. It's not about uh, them resisting you as a parent. It's a, it's a spiritual battle. And in order to fight a spiritual battle, what do you have? You have to have a plan in order to be able to do that. Something I love about this, this book and, and that I'm really excited about is the, the folks that have endorsed it, you know, I, I often say people who you look at all the endorsements, because that says a little bit about uh, the quality of the book in a sense, because it shows, you know, that they're putting their name on it. So people like Candace Cameron Burr and Roma Downey, uh, who is an actress, Jim Burns, who is the PhD uh, of Homeward, and he's the author of Doing Life with Your Adult Children. She also has Alan and Lisa Robertson, which you may be familiar with from Duck Dynasty, and Phil and Miss Kay. It's it's quite amazing, the folks that have endorsed this book. And I had the opportunity to pre-read it and was excited just by the content. Uh, Again, I know her personally, and I've listened to her talk about 
the struggles. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. We're just going to take a deep dive with Lane. We're going to talk about the different aspects of it and what you really can do. So stick around. I think you're going to enjoy our conversation. You know, it's been very interesting with all that's going on with raising children, teen suicide, enormous attacks on the family. We were chatting a little over a year ago, and you had just said to me, this message is so important. I lived it. And there's something to be said about not been there, done that, but lived to tell about it, to have our kids walk through a very, very difficult time. I like to say that I played with religion most of my life. You know, I thought if you lived right and did right, that life would turn out right. Well, you know, as I started getting these teenagers, you know, that proved to be untrue. Matter of fact, the irony to the story is I was at what I thought at the time, the pinnacle of what God had made me to be. I was publishing Woe Women magazine, and it was in every bookstore in America and Canada. And it was faith-based. It had, you know, people like Dolly Parton on the cover and Kathy Lee Gifford and many stars that would come to this magazine as a feature and share where faith made a difference. So here I am, Connie, going to all these wonderful places to share these stories for the magazine and my children were living in the pit of hell. Mm. They all three had different challenges with the darkness of the world, but they all three did at one point literally face the enemy, you know, one-on-one. So what this book, The Parents' Battle Plan, does, as a matter of fact, I just got uh, several comments. I'm in the middle of the launch team, and it will be ready for your listeners to, to purchase when they hear this. But um, but what is amazing is someone said today, it's amazing how, Lane, you are guiding us in such a concise way to battle this and win. So what I want to tell most parents today, Connie, listen, you know, the darkness of the world is so great. You haven't done anything wrong. You know, there's no shame or guilt when you love your child. You know, obviously, if you're listening to Connie today and and a part of what she does and you care about your kids, it's just that we are facing an enemy with just a fingertip away, Connie. We talked about that. Our kids are one click away from porn. Our kids are one click away from drugs, from hooking up with another person. So there is an intense tactic from the enemy to seek, kill, and destroy this generation. Okay, so that leads me to a thought and a question. I heard you say, what's the number one attack and what's the greatest weapon we as parents have in interceding for our kids? Well, the number one attack for our children, man, he wants their destiny. He wants to come in and have them make so many self-destructive choices that set them up for a lifelong failure, which is completely opposite to John 10, 10, which Jesus said, I came to give you life of abundance. So the enemy is out to seek, kill, and destroy these children's destinies, and they're trusting God. And so what's the number one thing that anybody today, and I want to say something real quickly, Connie, there are a lot of grandparents raising children. We've got aunts and uncles very involved in children's lives today. The nuclear family also has been under attack. And so I just want you to know that if you're a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle, this book will also help you give you tools and hope that the prodigal that you're praying over will come home. And so I just said the number one thing, Connie, the number one thing a parent, a loved one, a friend can do, even a neighbor, is pray Mm, for that child. 
But the second part of that, Connie, it's not just, oh, God, be with them. It is pleading the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, we've kind of gotten away with that in church. You know, we don't talk about the blood of Jesus Christ. But the blood of Jesus Christ is where the power and deliverance comes through. I want to also say, Connie, a prodigal is a child that needs help to get back on track. It might be a child that, you know, has been bullied and doesn't know how to react. But it also is a, you know, a a child that has gone wayward and and, and is making self-destructive choices. We have these babies and we go, oh, they're going to be a doctor. They're going to be this. And we have all these dreams. But somewhere between the dreams and then the child that slams the door walking out defiantly, a lot happens. You know, it's interesting that you said that because in Parenting Beyond the Rules, I write a chapter about when the picture gets blurry. You know, I'm a grandmother now. I have two precious, precious little grandbabies that are just six months apart. And my prayers now extend beyond just my kids because I've already gone through it with them. And there is, Lainey, I I think I want to touch on this because I see it a lot. Hey, I'm done raising my kids. It's their turn. No, you got to stay in the game. Your kids... Your adult children, you and I both have adult children, they need you now in a very, very profound way. They need you to be praying specifically for them to have wisdom and discernment and help them see things, the blind spots that they don't always see. doesn't mean we're running their lives or controlling them, but I love how you brought in the aspect of aunts and uncles, and it's just blatant now, the family being under attack. And that's why I love your book. Uh, When I got an opportunity to read it early on, I just said, yes, we absolutely have to have This book, it's a great tool. It's a great resource for parents to, I love what you said early on, just kind of take a breath. They didn't do anything wrong. I mean, the enemy is a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He wants to devour kids. And once he can get them face-planted, once he can get them off track with this terrible testimony, then he just whispers in their ear, oh, you can never come out from what where you were. You can never be what you wanted to be. You'll never have this or that. And that's, again, another area I think, Lainey, we have to be mindful of when we're parenting. But I love that you said praying for your kids, because frankly, uh, with all that's facing our children, we can't be everywhere. I mean, as hard as we try, even super mom, which that doesn't exist, we just can't be everywhere on every phone call and everything, right? Right. And Connie, the real factor is the awareness must be you're not in war with your teen or young adult or even your adult child. You're in war with the darkness of the world that is trying to entrap them. So how do you break free of a spiritual attack? You pray, you cry out to God, and then you plead the blood of Jesus. And just that simple application will make a shift. Now, let me ask you, when you were in the midst of some of your children's real struggles and defiance and rebellion, how was your relationship? Were you able to hold on? Did it get severed? Like in the depths of it all? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you've got to remember that it took my eldest son, who's now 31, 15 years of prayer. So there were 15 years, not 15 weeks, not 15 months of, you know, just intercessing and and crying out to God. So if someone's out there today, I want you to know one thing. Listen, your prayers are being heard. I love to refer back to Daniel. You know, when Daniel cried out to God to rescue him when he was fasting and praying, it took 21 days for the answer. 
And I think that illustration just shows you, it said God heard his cry the second he issued the prayer. So I want you to know today confidently, parents, grandparents, and loved ones, that God hears our prayers. But he's got a plan that he's got to work out this salvation and repentance. You know, there's a plan that God has. So don't get discouraged. Just stand firm. But back to relationships. Yeah, you know, I mean, oil and water, Connie, come on. You know, you've got your fifth phone call in a month of trouble. And you're like, are you kidding me? (laughs) But that's when you know, Connie, it is an attack. So I say if things are really going great, good, we give God all the glory. But when things are chaotic, out of control, you know, you've got to know that it has some evil influence in it. And so it became very clear as I was looking back, you know, this book was birth, Connie, because people were coming to me seeing the deliverance of my children, seeing that they were free, just healed. And, and I was looking back and I thought, God, show me how all of this happened. And it was like he just laid out the dominoes and they went down one application after the other of how I believe Jesus moved through our lives and then our children's lives so that our family would be healed. And healed indeed. I love that you just emphasized that it was 15 years. I mean, we live in an instant society, don't we? We want it quick, easy, done, five simple steps. And it isn't that way. You can't control your kids. Some of it has to go from head knowledge to heart knowledge and walking alongside them the way you did. 15 years is half your son's life almost, if he's 31 years old. Yes. Were yes. there times, Lainey, you just felt like, I don't think God's going to do this? Did you ever get so discouraged that? It is what it is. It's never going to change. Well, you know, we had had experiences, supernatural touches of God in other areas of our lives. My marriage was 17-year-old dead marriage, and God resurrected it as Mm. if we had not had those 17 years at all. My daughter was critically ill several times and one sent home to die, and Mm. God healed her. So these things brought us anchors to hope because see, God had done it before and we just believed that God would do it again. That's what kept us believing. Sure, we got discouraged. I mean, we're human. Come on. Even Jesus on the cross said, Abba, Abba, why have you forsaken me? When it's dark, Connie, and this is something I want you to know and, and your listeners to know. I mean, we're talking, these kids are in darkness. I mean, we've got fentanyl laced in everyday drugs now. We've got it in dollar bills on the ground. There is a full-on attack every day, all day for these children's lives. It is dark, Connie. So the light of the good news today is there is a battle plan to this war. And we've got strategies in the parents' battle plan that you can start immediately. And like I said, I've got this powerful launch team that is showing me that. I mean, I've got so many women coming back to me saying, hey, I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning, worried and panicked for my teenage daughter. And I remembered in your book, you told me to do this. And she said, I went right back to sleep. What are two, as we kind of wrap things up here, I know you are full of interviews and such. What two things have we not covered that God has really impressed upon you to share with others in all the interviews that you're doing? 
Yes, I think most importantly, as you were talking, I, I want to talk to that parent that has a child that backslides. So I had that happen a lot where I was so excited, Connie, they seemed to have made the change. They had changed their mindsets and were doing better. Then they'd mess up. So I want to talk to that parent today that, listen, it says in the scriptures, a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. So today, if you've got a child that has hurt you over and over and disappointed you, don't give up because sometimes it takes many times to stumble before you really get to a place you're strong and stand firm. So don't give up. And number two, I want to tell parents and loved ones, this is the most important thing. My kids had one touch of God that changed everything in different ways. My eldest son was high on cocaine in the back of an Uber car when the Uber driver from, I believe was Jamaica, said, man, I feel like I need to pray for you, Stephen. And so Stephen said, okay. He was familiar with prayer, right, honey? Because that's what we did in our house. And the man started praying in his prayer language. And, and he asked Stephen, you know, what are your sins? And Stephen said them out loud. And the presence of God was so strong in that Uber now that my son fell to his face in the floorboard and begged the man to quit praying because the presence of God was just completely in that car. So what I want to say to a parent, my son was high. My son was high on cocaine, but God didn't care because Stephen told the guy his sins. God's presence came in there. And that touch of God, Connie, changed everything. So, you know, your kids don't have to dress just right and be perfect for God to touch their hearts. And when I say touch it, I mean truly touch them to where they are changed forever. Mm. Amen? Amen. Amen. So hopeful, so full of truth and wisdom. And I just hear in all of our conversations, just never give up. Don't doubt God. God's at work. God's not finished. He's writing the story, and he needs you and me and all you listeners out there to hang with your kids, to be on your knees as you started off our show with. Just the, our greatest weapon is prayer and trusting that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. And I love that God has pushed you to write this book. I know it was a little hard for you to write. I mean, you popped it out real quick, but writing a book is not an easy task, and as you know, yes. even for avid writers. There's a lot to it that people don't know. And you were willing to share tender, real moments within your family that are hard. And the enemy, of course, would love to use that as well. And so thank you for being obedient, for writing the book. Thank you for coming on Equipped to Be and sharing with our listeners. Tell us about your podcast and about all the other things that you're doing in addition to the book launch. Yeah, so the book is ready and you can order it. It's everywhere books are sold. There is a podcast called Warfare Parenting Podcast where we talk about all the things nobody else wants to talk about, like unexpected pregnancies, addictions, suicidal thoughts, all of the things that we are combated with today. And we come in and it's done in three parts. I love it, Connie. We come in the first episode and we just talk about the topic, just the stats and knowledge. Mm -hmm. The second episode of the topic is a testimony. And then the third one is resources. You know, I wanted to thank you too for letting me come today because, you know, Connie, when we share our story 
that brings God glory. When we do that, testimony means do it again. So I know today, Connie, that God is going to do it again and again for your listeners because that's who God is. Mm, You're so right. Amen to that. My sweet friend, bless you on the work that you're doing. I pray God continues to move in the hearts. Use your testimony to change others and to point them to the Lord. Again, that is our source of hope. It's not our wisdom and our greatness or our sage advice. It's truly the word of God and the blood of Jesus. So thank you for coming on the show, friends. Everything's going to be over at ConnieAubers.com. Thank you for tuning in. We're always blessed that you're here and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member. And hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.